We'll find out, I guess. Do you do you have disordered eating? Do you mind? No, that's my one. That's very cool thing. I don't, and I'm very grateful for that because just the way that I've seen it take over other people's lives, I, it does feel like a, a food is to everywhere. Not have that. Yeah, food is a lot of places. And I, have, I can still manage. Like I don't want to. Pardon me. One one time I was we were at Swell Dive, old silly goof, RIP, and. Uh, mm. You, I heard Emma mm. Schmidt er, go, Nico! And I turn and go, what? And, you, and Connor goes, I just told him you've never had an eating disorder. <laughs> and I was like, I have my own body image issues, that thank is a you. Though, someone with a normal relationship with food. Yeah, I don't have a normal relationship with my body, healthy, though. though. Okay, question. How many episodes did you listen to, and which ones? Parts of three. Okay. Um, and I actually, after listening... Notes? Oh, uh, obviously, but after listening to Michael <laughs> Abers, like, unfortunately, I did. I was listening to it, like, on speakers, which blew completely. <laughs> 300 I didn't have it that loud, but $300 speakers just blown out. I'll, I'll be quiet. Now. I think, but you're, like, never still, which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. You never, there's no stillness. It's always, like, you're you about sharks. Moving. But I think you're like, still, <laughs> like, your energy is Do still. Do you know about sharks? Or sharks are still. No, they don't even sleep still. Oh my god. Or else they'll die, I guess. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Wait, or else I will die. I feel honestly like I'm kind of a, wait, okay, so the other day I was sad and I was walking on the Highline at night by myself, which what? is safer than it sounds. Because it I'm back, I'm here now, and yeah, they essentially like priced out crime. Yeah. yeah. And I was like sad and then I was like, what if I just stood here and like allowed myself to just be still? And I was like, wow, I just like am constantly. This waiting. is why I need your location so I can text you and be like, what the fuck are you doing on the Nico, Highline? You gotta get on Grinder. That's the only way. <laughs> That's really the only way I can track you. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys' club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast about boys and about other things like their clubs and the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome I to the club, boys. I'm Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. <laughs> They'll be Unless like, yeah, he's, he walks the High Line a lot. By himself. And looks into people's apartments. Yeah, you can do that there. That's going to bring me to my first boys club, actually. Should we start that? Let's get going. What's your first boys club, Con? Okay, the people who live on the High Line that don't have shades, and they sit there watching TV as if that's normal. I think that's a wild existence. Did you see anybody doing anything fun? No, just sitting there alone in this giant apartment watching the television. Couldn't even see what he was watching. Just saw him, and it was like, you got a lot of money and you couldn't get shades? Wow. I learned, I know a randomly a lot about the Highline District from back when I was a paralegal. Why? Because there was a case I was working on that was all about the rezoning of the Highline District, so I know all about the zoning laws over there. Okay. That's a snooze fest, though. I'm not getting into it, but it's crazy. I found out not very long ago because I was on the street at night and I like my light my like overhead light in my room was on and I could see into my room from the street like from across the street yes. and I was like I can't believe that for a year I've lived here and it, people could see me if they wanted to I know you can see so clearly into it and the shades were drawn but it was like because the they're slanted yeah like, oh my god I'm honestly glad that this happened before you were famous it's good to get this done now and I feel like if you're a gay <laughs> I feel like if you are a gay celebrity your nudes probably are on the internet because I feel like that's a big part of gay culture I do get nervous I think that I think that that's a very much like a pre we like we're all like pre-famous so like any naked picture any really anytime you're naked in front of a laptop you're kind of like 
I'm really putting it all out there right now. Like, yeah. I just don't know how this is going to end. <laughs> we don't agree. Have you sent nudes? Um, n- sort of. Not like recently very much. Okay. N- nudes make me really nervous. I feel like that's a big part of grinder okay. culture. Yeah. And that is what grinder is. Yeah. Like on grinder, literally the things that you write about yourself, it's like, how tall are you? What, um, how, what's your weight? What's your body type? Will you take naked photos? <laughs> like, isn't that one of the ones accepts naked photos? Wow, Grinder is a real testament to that gay men are still men, and that's what would happen if men were in a no, dating website. I think about that all of the time. Like, Grinder is insane because it's like, yeah, these people are gay, but what they have in common with straight men, yeah, I'm putting everyone in a box right now, what they have in common <laughs> with straight men is that they all just want to fuck all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is wild. They'll do anything to nut. And, like, that is just... <laughs> Too much. It's why I, I was not for ready porn. for you to say nuts. I pay twelve dollars a month for porn because one time I was like, if I don't figure out what happens between the janitor and the principal, I will not be able to go on with my day. And do it's you like, do situation porn? Yeah, I love that. Really? Totally do. If there's any dialogue, I'm I'm out. What? But how can you? How can you? Like, have sexual feelings towards someone without a personality? You know what I mean? No, I'm, like, I'm not really interested. I just I think this the sights. Yeah. Just take me there. So then I'm like, That's I don't think about these people. I'm like, tell me about that. Iowa I just need them to town. look like they're both having a good time and it feels consensual. Wait, my boys club also has to do with windows. And so, what is it? It's people on airplanes who keep the, the window shade up the entire flight. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's... Especially during the daytime. Yeah. Yeah, it's really... I was on a flight when I was coming back from LA and it was like 6 a.m. flight and the lady next to me had it up for the entire flight. What was she doing? She was just eating... And like doing oh, it, it's, for like, six it, hours. it's like we're trying to sleep, dude. She ate for six hours. I, I don't know. I fell asleep eventually. She was grazing for six hours. <laughs> nuts, nuts and seeds, raisins. You you have reached your cap on the number of times you can say nut this podcast. <laughs> no, but but you know what I mean. It's like keep the no, it's rude. Keep the shade. Like I don't really care what time of day it is. What are you looking at? I know, and it's like actually the entire plane now is bright. Yeah, it's we like it's not. One. It literally only <laughs> takes one. Yeah. If you are within twelve seats on either side, it's in your eyesight. Yeah, it is like uh. really impressively horrible. And then also, I feel like it makes it hot. Anybody who doesn't Im- immediately recognize that they are a problem, I just I don't understand. Wait, were you? Why were you in the middle seat? No, I was. It was three rows. There oh. was like three, like you know what I'm talking about. Three yeah. columns down the plane, and I was yeah, in the middle, yeah. but on the left side of it. That's a horrible flight. That makes me never want to go back to LA. It's really long. Sit still for six hours. It's really long. I slept for most of it, thank God. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where you just want to take like six Benadryl and I'll see you on the other side, you know. Yeah. Drug abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Well, that's my boys. Do you abuse Benadryl, babe. We're gonna bring it. No. We're gonna bring him in. Boys, our guest today has a Benadryl problem. <laughs> Stop. Our guest today is an incredible comedian and. Yes. Always brings me so much joy to see him. You can find his website, jameswentthere.com, and you can see all of his great stuff. Please give it up right now for James Went. Hi, boys. Hi, James. One question I have about that intro is, are you going to be able to use any of it? From It looked loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, it always does that. And the thing is, we have to use whatever we record. Are you comfortable <laughs> Wait, with that? Wait, did just mine look loud? Listen. Time is something about me. Connor doesn't hold the mic the same way twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of never... It's kind of... So, mine will always be seated nicely like this. I kind of have what I do when I'm here, what I do when I record at our house. Mm. He kind of does whatever he wants. I have to tighten his up before I give it to him now, otherwise it'll flip-flop. 
tech nightmare. <laughs> it does like my wrist. He doesn't even know about that, but I tight yours up because I'm tired of seeing him flop around. Wait, that's like literally so beautiful. <laughs> that like actually like. Have you seen TikToks of like gay couples? I'm sure straight people do it too, but I'm not like really. You know, I don't consume that. But when they watch, like when it's partners and one of them will like open, one of them opens all the cabinets and the other walks behind him and is like closing <laughs> yeah, them. Yes. Wait, that's, that's beautiful. You're making yeah. me sad. Stop. Because you're single. All, no, I'm not single. I'm married to my career. <laughs> mm, me Healthy too. Healthy capitalist. My career. Part of your boys club right now, and I'm just thrilled to be here. Yes, hey, so thank you so much. Thank so you. Yeah. We're so happy to have you. Do you think yeah. we're nice? Um, do well, I think you're nice? What does that mean to you? That's another. Okay, wait, that's I was one just of my talking notes. Talking to someone about that. What is nice? You're right. Do you think we're kind? Yes. Okay. Cool. I kind is better lovely. than nice to me. Yeah, you're right. Nice is dumb. Nice is like anyone can be nice. Do I feel like if nice you describe somebody so as nice as if that's your first descriptor of them. Mm-mm. They're so Mm-mm. nice. Yeah, Boring. yeah. Bah. Not everyone's special, but... Nice people have never had an original thought. Kind people, it's like more like, okay. Well, okay. kind is like a deeper thing. Yeah. My dad's kind. Sure. You love your dad. <laughs> Besties. But not in a weird way. It's Well, it's always weird. Everything's it weird. Is, everything really is weird. Yeah. Um, Does Michael look like your dad? Does your boyfriend look like your dad? My what? Ex. (laughs) 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 Sorry, next I don't think he does. No. Having seen both of them now. Does he look like you? No. No. Yeah, the photos you've been posting lately. Okay, he's had a rebrand, okay? Arms, we're looking at him right now. I was like, I'm just going to be hot. Like, Mm -hmm. my dad said stop saying that to me, and I was like... (laughs) (laughs) He's like, stop using their thoughts to me. And I was like, no. I need, you're the only person I talk to on the phone. I have to right. share these thoughts with you. Didn't you ask him if you thought if he thought you looked hot recently? And he said, choose another word. Choose a different <laughs> word. And then I said, I'll think, I'll get back to you. And then I said, do these bracelets look gay? And he said, kinda. Okay, so here's another. Okay, so this is, I don't know whether this is notes. One of the things I'm excited to do here is to project here. heavily onto Connor. Yes. Um, <laughs> Wait, I don't want to be gay either. Go on. That's what? what? And that's what I want to, <laughs> through Connor, I want to address this idea. The I'm very much probably a part of the, a boys club I am a part of is Angry Bottoms. Okay. Oh, okay. you're a fan. Which, oh, we should get merch. Yes. This is Angry Bottoms. We should get merch. This Angry is Angry Bottoms. Bottoms. Okay, putting that on the list of it merch to underwear. make. Never mind. Story editor is fine, or a co-producer is usually how I'm credited. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way that you really do not want to be part of the Angry Bottoms Club. And, okay, so this is, you know how homophobia is everywhere? Oh, sure everywhere. do. Sure do. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you've noticed or experienced <laughs> it in your, in your life. Or had somebody, or even know somebody <laughs> who is. Um, maybe you've even met a gay person. Maybe you've even been homophobic. Maybe you yeah. watched Ellen growing up. Mm. Talk about an angry bottom. Mm. You don't want to be an angry bottom? I do want to, like, I'm accepting that. I'm happy about it. And I think, um, I don't know what anger really means. But yeah, can you, can you oh, elaborate what angry bottom means? Okay, work. It's the idea. So for me, the idea, my mother. You need to go with this. Go on. Was, with your diet coke. You're thank you, daddy. Um, <laughs> I hated that. Do you like that or mom better? I like bish. I don't want to, yeah, I, I mean, I obviously don't want to draw attention to the very clear age gap. Between that's also, that's also a gender question I'm, for him. I'm 27. I decided to do 27 again. Uh-huh. Do we have that? 
pardon? Yeah, I, I, said, I posted a picture from my college graduation. It was like, this was three years ago. And then this girl DM me and was like, oh my God, this is actually five years ago. And I was like, hey, one, <laughs> it was a joke. And two, it was six years ago. I, like, <laughs> I know all that. Did you go to NYU? Sure did. You went to NYU? Yeah. Are you serious? That you might the be boys a, I think that I'm in. first yeah. NYU comedian on the pod. Wait, why no, did you? No, Dylan. Dylan was Did you move to Chicago? I was there during the pandemic. Because your family is there. Yes. That makes total mm. sense. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. you went to NYU. Were people nice? They weren't. Again, what's nice? <laughs> oh, you're right. Like, what, what was, like, the vibe? Okay, so for here's a really great example that kind of just, like, there was a professor who I really, really liked, very impactful to me. Uh, older, we would take cigarette breaks all the time. Cigarettes oh, are, that's that. a boys club I'm a part of. Um, yeah, which, problematic, yeah. Live your life is we would take cigarette breaks and you would buy them for a dollar. This is like an 85-year-old man for me. Very important. You would buy the Later, cigarette for a No, he would buy them from us, the students. You guys <laughs> would charge your professor a dollar for cigarettes. He would offer. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you don't want a professor that bums cigarettes. Like, now there's a, there's like a conflict of interest. Fair also, enough. Also, why doesn't he buy his own pack? Because he's not a smoker. He just wants the one. Yeah, and would save him. Ugh. But this man posthumously he me too yeah. Oh God. No. So in that case, ruined a lot of people's I'm film so experience, sorry. right? So, well, it's all well, the time, I'm right? Sorry Some people didn't, hurt, you know. But... Again, boys club. That's why. Oh, I, I will not give up male. I will not give up male presenting. I will not give up he. You shouldn't. Even it's when I don't. One. That's what I mean. It's the best one. But I'm like, whatever y'all want. Whatever works for you all. When I walk in a room that gives you the most credence. Yeah. Like definitely don't circle my breast on, with a with a laser pointer. Wait. On the screen. How did your pronouns come up? When? Just now. Because you, you talked about not giving up mail ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up, Con. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I have ADD. Um, That's a boys club that you're a part, part of, of that, that I'm a yeah. part of. Okay. People love to people say boys have ADD. Okay. So, first boys club you are a part of, you mentioned Angry Bottom. I'm going to need a definition from both of you. <laughs> An Angry Bottom... I feel like it's kind of just like an angry bottom is someone who it's like, oh, that guy is bitchy because he's gay and probably a bottom. Mm. Whereas like, it's like, no, I'm actually being a, like when I got called sassy and I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say it was at work and I'm at work. That was like, that feels like not homophobic. Yeah. It was like, I was actually just like assertive and right. Mm -hmm. And Sorry that I was right, but I feel like if I, if I was a top, I don't think that they would have said that to me. So being right in your voice mm. is ta- is sassy. If I'm right with this vocal fright, then people <laughs> are like, "Wow, that's an angry bottom, and we're threatened." Mm. What's your definition? Okay, so that's what I was maybe kind of with when I was invent uh, kind of the first one I ever talked about internalized homophobia. The I, my, one of my mothers said to me. James, don't grow up and be one of those catty gay men. Oh. Because I was talking about, like, I think in the con, it was literally, I was like, oh, I don't like that person. Um, da, 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 da. And they were like, she said, don't be a catty gay person. I was like, okay, but what about the abuse that I was just talking about, right? Because it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, it's going to be um, faggy. <laughs> and it's so, at that point, it's like being, I was thinking about it too for the, for the context of this show, getting when you answer the phone, are people mamming you all the time? 
You I, specifically? No, but like I wait. I, I don't like how surprised you are. <laughs> I'm shocked. If I pick them, I say yes, ma'am. What's going on? Ah, to you. But so I get ma'am or and that used to bother me as a kid. In the same way it used to be like whenever somebody would draw attention to like if you're if. If your moms are gay, or like patently have always sounded like this, if your voice sounds like this, mm. you're gay. And before you have a chance to think about it, you're rejecting it. Totally. And so I think in that way, I was absolutely rejecting any sort of bend toward femininity, whether that's gay sex, whether that's the way that my voice sounds, whatever that is, to a point where I'm like, actually, if I love it more, it becomes a lot easier and more fun also. It's crazy to me how much of homophobia is really just misogyny. Oh, yeah. Over, but, like, it's all of it. Mm. Is that So much of, um, we talked about that with Esther, about trans misogyny. And it's so present in the, from what I, from what you guys have talked about and stuff. Like, it's it's nuts how much. Everybody hates. Yeah, and, like, it's you know, the, like, really, like, I don't know, toppy guys who are, like, still like guys guys like yeah. that, nobody you know what i mean like that they don't have the same like mask for mask okay, yeah i want to f- okay so here's something okay like only because only because i think i can divulge like is it okay if i divulge that connor said that he has a big dick and i do have a big dick I just iconic yeah i love what i do have a big dick i just don't know what to do with it i don't know probably put it in a you, box you, in the museum. <laughs> you did say that on stage once didn't you yeah and it was true and it was riffing and it was it was true it is very large i am not a top so it's just ornamental Okay, so here's the thing: is I think if I had a bigger dick, I would, I would top way more often. Really? Do you think that yes. correlates? That's interesting. I don't I've think it's supposed to, that. but I mean, we're also like, talk about like male and masculinity. Obviously, penis size is a big part of it, and like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, and this is I don't also proper strength for that. Does that make sense? Like, I don't have the like the maneuverment. Of it's not hips. It's Girl, you hamstrings. don't have the attitude. See? See it's hamstrings. See? We're starting it with a big. Like, no, it's a low it's your attitude. You don't have that. What's attitude. an angry bottom? Shy. What? You and I. No. <laughs> no. Get out. Get out. Get out. Confirmed. Well. Fucking box. <laughs> and so, and why do you hate that? That's what I wanted to come on the show to ask you. Why do you react like that? I think I hate being feminized. I despise it. Do you think it. it delegitimizes your... Masculinity. Masculinity? Totally. Like, if I'm with a guy who's taller than... I'm 5'10", and if he's taller than 6 feet, that's, like... That makes me feel feminine. And, like, I really don't like that. As mm. I sit here with my legs crossed and my wrist, actually, like, at a 45-degree <laughs> And, angle. like, claiming that you're using your butt as a vagina. Okay. <laughs> no. My parents listen to this. No, just go off. Go off. Go off, King. No, we're yeah, gonna, we don't want to lose. No, no, no we're going to lose all the four of our listeners. That was actually insane. And we're, that was insane that I did that. And I never should do that again. Literally, bussy. Look, my levels Literally, I did that. have to go. Yeah, you know, they're going nuts. I did have to go check. Again, I, I'm a fan. That's a boys club I'm a part of. <laughs> is the when boys club boy, listeners? Yeah, the boys. Everybody is boys. And I'm like. That's me flipping to that. These are the boys, because like for for one second, everyone has privilege in our in our podcast for this one moment in time. Isn't that Everybody beautiful? gets to be included. All sixty of our listeners. I like okay. Something about me, I love a dick I can sink my teeth into. Oh my god! <laughs> kind of like corn on the cob. Yeah. yeah. Corn on the cob. But for but me, I don't have a corn on the cob. The, the, the question was. Yeah. The question was. Yeah. Have you ever? I'm s- trying to sunk, date. Have you ever sunk your teeth into a giant hog on a short man? Kind of, yeah. If somebody, but like somebody with a big cock who can't lift me up, kind of like, what's the, what's the point? Oh. But I have, yeah. Okay, that talk yeah, about you talked about. 
See, shit you want to know something? Part of me like likes being lifted up because it makes me feel safe, but also I don't like it because it does make me feel feminized, like the woman in the situation. Because there's always a what is going on? I don't know. I yeah, it's bad. Maybe it's maybe it's wrong of me to say that like gay sex is or like anal sex is feminine. Is that masculine to you? I think it could be either. I. I can be whatever you want. I bought a sheath for my penis, my like bio penis. I was like, I would like, if I'm going to fuck, I would love the option to be like, this is a bigger cock or it feels like one. And I did this show one time where I was like supposed to be a frat guy. And I was like, I do. I would like to pack. I would like this character has a bigger cock than me. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And that was just true. Back to your point. I was like, but for me, I'm like, it makes sense. Right. Yeah. I think that gay sex, it's how it's feminine or masculine based on how the two people in the situation handle each other. I, cause I sometimes I'll watch like gay male porn mm-hmm. and I always find it incredibly masculine. Time. Yeah. Yeah. They're not loving to each other. No, but it's, but like, I like the ones where they're both like super masculine, but like, I think that's more uh, of a gender thing for me where I'm like, I want to see really, well, cause it's like, I want to see, yeah, somebody really. I want to see some hunks sometimes and yeah. also other times I want to see somebody that like, you seem like somebody who watches a lot of porn, Connor. Is that true? Yeah, I do. Well, yeah, sorry, you have a subscription. <laughs> no, but I, honestly, you want to know the truth? I can't remember where my subscription is to, and I've been paying for it, and I can't even get back to it because I don't know where it is. If and I like, was your husband, this would never happen. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. It's a mess. <laughs> Wait, so where are you finding your porn? Uh, this is pornhub.com. Uh, not not since Pornhub. the iPod Touch. You should <laughs> watch hotguysfuck.com because it's like I'm not paying for it. I don't have the money. No, you Google hotguysfuck full free, so you get the full video, but for free, like from like a random website. Totally, yeah, you're right. You're Are you talking about on straight porn? Where it's the big guys who fuck crashes. the shit out of like. Yeah, but it's like okay, it. it's straight porn that was like made for gay men. Gay men. I, that's why I know about it. Yes, ah. <laughs> you're like I'm a gay man. Are you the gr- okay? So when you're watching the porn, are you part of it? Are you enjoying it? What's going on? That's the thing. So now, so this is really getting in the weeds for me. But I, so it's a very common thing that like trans guys after they take tea, start like having like a little bit more of an awakening with their their sexuality, and they might be interested in. I know a lot of trans guys who are queer and like are interested in men i don't great news when i first heard you say that for me personally i I don't i don't think that's me but it's always on my mind because it happens to so many guys and i think about it a lot and i started after taking tea is when i got more interested in watching gay porn and i know so then when i watch i'm always like okay who do i want to be in this Mm. who do i want to be in this yeah or am i just interested in watching and so far it's really still just i i'm interested in the Mm. i just find it so masculine and I'm really attracted to that. Yeah. I and like what I think sense. I want to look like when I'm having sex. Yeah. I definitely get, like, sometimes if I feel really good about myself, though, I'll be like, I get, like, yeah, I feel hot right now. Yeah, do you get a little stink and you're like, okay, like, I'm... Yeah. It's fun to also be able to do, like, for me personally, I love to fluctuate. I love, excuse me, to do both. Do you have poppers? I don't take poppers. Wait, why? Um, it doesn't work for me per se okay and also i've never done them in a sexual context because yeah. i'm like i'm not Just a coward <laughs> no like, <laughs> i'm not a coward <laughs> no. So no, no 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 i'm like i want it real yeah yeah like the trust okay no cool. or alcohol i've had a lot less sex since i stopped drinking when did you stop drinking 
um, September of t- the during the pandemic, twenty twenty, maybe. Oh my god, you've been sober for so long. Well, sober is kind of sober from alcohol for sure, for sure. Then what are you not sober from? Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, what's a boys club you are not a part of? I have never been a part of. Will never be a part of. Have tried my whole life. Like, um, I have a what's this? A jumper cable on my uh, leg because I, love that. I can, in my attempt to do masculine things to prove myself, right? I can throw and catch a football. I can throw and catch a baseball. I can jump a car. I can like lift shit. Like I can do boy things. But to me, I think culturally, man, like any like male and female are often uh, grouped based on reproduction, right? That's why these things were put here. Mm. I don't intend to biologically reproduce i don't necessarily intend to raise a child and in a culture that really focuses on man and reproduction or man and fatherhood i'm already i lost i didn't get so i'm like i will never technically probably be part of that masculinity as a boys club though i will also know that i will spend the rest of my life trying to get in that club and reject it fundamentally also so, wait, say the boys club again. It's masculinity. Masculinity is the biggest boys club of all. Okay, it now. is. Okay. I would have liked to I... stop speaking Spanish also. No, you're doing fabulous. No, you're doing great. I, so, <laughs> I, masculinity is, that I like what you said at the end because I feel the same way where it's like, I've also been trying my whole life to be a part of that boys club mm. and I did all the things I could do. I can throw football. I can do all that stuff too. Can you drink till you're sick? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I also have been rejected from that boys club because I'm not a cis man, so, but I do feel that I've embodied masculinity in my own way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's something you can, you can connect to on a personal level. I would love to hear your, like, more on that perspective. Because it's, it's fascinating. So there's a trans writer, uh, Thomas McBee, who has a great quote where he says, I love being a man. I hate what it means to be a man. Which is work very much how I feel about it, and have like been recently. I've been really like anxious a lot that I'm being a toxic boyfriend to Maddie, and I'll be like, I just like stupid stuff. Like a I, lot of people think that's hot, because I was like, I wanted to watch a show the other night, and she was like, oh yeah, like kind of was like iffy on it, and I like was like, oh I don't want to push this, I don't want to make you watch the thing I want to watch, and then she was like, I literally don't care, you're overthinking this, like I'm, you're not being toxic, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, what was the show? Veep. Actually, like, wanting oh. to watch Veep, that's giving masculine. That's <laughs> yeah, giving. I love that show, though. I want to Julia Louis-Dreyfus say cunt. Oh, she's so mm. fabulous. She is one of my, my celebrity crushes. I love her. Okay. Anyway. I do want to fuck her son. Oh, I've never seen Charlie. Son. I think he's, like, our age. He I think he is, be. too. <laughs> yeah. Because he played... He, uh, he played a gay show. character on, yeah, on Veep. And the episode, on Was the, he gay? He's in he Veep. Take a role from a the later se- second one. He took a role from a Yes. Mm-hmm. They didn't even call me or you, I bet. Wow. They didn't call me, no. Yeah, because it it's the Felix episode where they go to the retreat to try and get the like new age guys in a later season's endorsement. Selena's trying to get it for president. Oof. I just can't watch it. Okay. Um, you got to be literate in this stuff. Okay. Yeah. I know. I got to keep um, up. I love TV so much. I do too. Uh, it's so fun. I know. I, I think you're very masculine. Thank you. I do too. I think that you are, in our creative partnership, you are the masculine force. 
and like like at club coming if something goes wrong well one time I handled it but that was at that vegan place <laughs> but like generally you like handle it in this very very like direct tough way and to me like that is all masculinity yeah yeah well so all that to say that I feel um excluded from like traditional what it means to be a man traditionally but like I feel like I'm able to connect with my masculinity in other ways and a lot of it traces back to like how I would connect to masculinity before I transitioned, like playing sports and other things and the things that like mm, feel mm. like make me who I am. And I'm like, oh, this has always been inside of me and that's always been, and that's the part I can still connect to. Nice. There's a really interesting book by Jack Habersham called Female Masculinity that's all about examining what masculinity is through like dyke culture to take it out of like the cis male body and like Work. examine it on its own. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of the cis male body. <laughs> we got Hello. to. Hi. Hi. We don't, um, we don't have two more mics. I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Bye. Um, so that's a quick... Okay, because this is... And then... Um, sorry, I know I'm not in charge. As for the hard boys, as it for is. the boys at home, we there's a date in the uh, apartment now. And it's not me. And it's not for Connor. Um, but anyway. Is... The idea of I think I think my reaction to the idea of not being invited or being excluded from masculinity as a boys club was the fundamental rejection of masculinity and femininity as anything at all. And so I became so so to me like the the like and this is a perspective that I'm interested to grow on and evolve, but this idea that I don't, oh, if I don't, some people think like, okay, define, like there's Dove commercials that are like, Mm -hmm. how to be a good man. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, to me, what the overarching, how do you be a good person? Yeah. Like, how do you, to me, because I want to embrace whatever we've decided we're going to call these things, masculine and feminine. I want to be able to do both as much as possible. Yeah. And I feel, and again, I think this is perhaps just my response to it is like trying to break. Uh, yeah, I'm just so scared. No, I the, what I think I'm here. So yeah, mm. for me, like, of course, gender's completely made up, and it's a social construct. Masculinity and femininity are made up, but those two things are more real to me. Where it's like, mm. masculinity is real in the same way that like. I don't know an exact example, but if we if we take those away from mm. biology and we take it away from femaleness and maleness, mm. erase those things, we can all exist with masculinity and femininity within us, and everybody should have a balance of that. And some people will be more masculine than feminine and vice versa, and some people will have a more even balance. We should all feel encouraged to have both of those within us and to find the way we connect with those things. And they should exist, and you shouldn't be forced to um, embody whatever your cis or trans body tells you you're supposed to because even trans men should still feel encouraged to like connect that's the hard part is like Mm. to connect to my femininity at times feel like it's going to delegitimize my existence as a man what a fun thought to get to have yeah but i like i still like there's so many feminine parts of me that i never want to lose because i think i find such value in them but i don't want to have to like subvert those just to be just to pass or just to like be taken seriously as a man, <sighs> which is my own gymnastics yeah. I have to do all the time. But incredibly, no, no, cis 
man has ever had the empathy that you have, ever. Like you're, I feel like you have this like, emp- like your empathy, mm. isn't that a feminine quality? I think so. That's one of the things I, yeah, like, and just the way I can relate to women and I don't know, I just, what are your thoughts on masculinity? Okay, I think that it's true what you said, like, similar to you, I feel like my voice is the first thing about me that was not masculine. Mm. So before we even knew what gay, straight, whatever was, it was like, oh, my voice is different and weird. So then you, and it was feminine, so then you become, like, adverse to, like, femininity. But what's so weird is like I, my parents like literally never pushed anything on us. Like I, they had a bell. I had a, wore a bell dress as mm-hmm. a child. I loved bell. My fucking bish. And then I went to school and I was like, oh, this is weird. I can't wear this bell dress anymore. Right. So I don't know. Like you throw these kids in these environments where they like, there's no one to help them like dissect this information, and yeah. And it's like I guess when other kids, my parents fucking were amazing because they let me wear my little bell dress. But I guess these other kids had a water guns. My mother foresaw gun problems and was like, no, we don't have <laughs> guns in our house. So yeah, it's like weird to like go to, I don't know what my thought about all of this is. But yeah, so I think it's like an internal like problem with femininity. And then I think I've done a lot of things to like, that to me that were like tough. So like when I wanted to be a teacher on the south side of Chicago, and I'm sorry if you don't fucking like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I read a fucking review. I know everyone has a fucking opinion on this. Wow. Sorry. That was the most masculine thing you've ever done. And I'm sorry if you don't fucking I'm like sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I gotta chill. Uh, to that me, was that was like, oh, this is like a tough thing I can do. Yeah. To be a tough guy. And um, that was dumb. So yeah, I don't know. I think the masculinity, it's like, and I think like being in comedy, like it helps you like embrace your like, you're like, no, like my capital is who I am. So you don't like me to be any, but even when I worked in corporate America, I remember like I tried to like kind of like lean into the masculine thing, yeah, and like be more like, yeah, I don't know, like I think femininity has not gotten us anything. Do you feel like you being able to do like those masculine tasks you said, like throwing a football, throwing a baseball, jumping a car? Do you feel like that felt natural to you, or if you felt like you were trying to break into masculinity that way? Okay, the first two absolutely performative it was not fun for me I did mm-hmm. not enjoy those things um, learning any of those traits they're not useful to me I like the masculine parts and that feel comfortable to me are the independence that I don't need to rely on somebody else to do mm-hmm. something um, that I can do it for myself I wanted to know how to jump a car mm-hmm. I want to know how to solve problems I want to know how to be able to do things for myself um But the other stuff, yeah, maybe not so natural. Yeah. I also similarly really into femme little. And then n- sometimes it's right, like, it's like anybody, right? When you hit the idea of being perceived or somewhere else, then you're responding. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And that age, like kindergarten, is when, like, you, unfortunately, it's, it's, it mm-hmm. sucks because it's the, it's the first time you're starting to really understand gender for yourself and understand yeah. what you are. And then you're also being put in the situation where... There's gonna be some social pressures from teachers, parents, other kids. Yeah. I feel like everything I did was weird. So, like my voice would be weird, mm. and then I play. I, I could never throw yeah. a ball, and I was never gonna try. And honestly, respect. So like, <laughs> respect to whom? You? <laughs> to me. But I would like play kitchen, and people thought that was weird. And it's like actually, my dad stays home. So like, <laughs> to me, this is the most masculine thing in the world. The man cooks chicken. Like, it made sense. The man cooks yeah. chicken. The man cooks chicken. Yeah. Yeah. But he's very masculine to me. But he was mm-hmm. a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my but... mom's also masculine. Weird. 
Oh my god, I want to be okay. So in a relationship, I mean, you talked about enjoying the femininity and masculinity and. Mm-hmm different dynamics and it, in both of us there's a really fucked up book that I love called um, Nikki Glaser and Whitney Cummings are where I first heard about it Getting to I Do okay and it's all about yes I gotta give maybe I do I have, no I didn't oh. I'll have a chip um, it's somebody who the idea is that in every relationship whether you're male or female whatever it doesn't matter whether you're any kind of relationship you're in somebody must be the feminine and somebody must be the masculine energy and there and there needs to be deference to those roles for for the relationship to work out in in kind of a um, a yin and yang type of way. I definitely think there is some, but what I find lovely about queerness is that I feel like that can can ebb and flow. Yes, and it should. Yeah, but, but now when I, you start, yeah. and often that just means I think <laughs> weirdly a lot of being feminine is just talking less. You think? That's what it. That's that's what the book. Interesting. Yeah. Wait. So is this book like written by a woman from like Idaho who's like, here's how to be a good wife? Oh no, her name is Doctor Pat something, and she's got a a voice that I'm trying to cultivate. It's just like <laughs> a cigarette and bile. Yes. Um, bile. Oh my god. Uh, Do you have an eating disorder? Um, I would say disordered eating because I'm not like. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. I love that's a oh god that's a boys club that we're that we're both a part of and that and um, people can tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, people can tell. Like I love, but I do love to go on stage and go. Oh, I'm so cold from being so skinny. <laughs> it's fun to be thin. I live. <laughs> to take that. I live. Trigger warning. Trigger oh. warning. It's fun trigger to be thin. Trigger warning to everyone. That's masculine. Think of a trigger warning after you've triggered somebody. <laughs> By the way, uh, trigger warning. Um, wait, what is your... That book sounds very interesting. I will learn it to you. It's, uh, it hasn't gotten me... It you know hasn't gotten me it. any I'll read the voice. Well, well, Nico said reading... a book title earlier, so I was like, I should probably say one. <laughs> I like... Lo- self-help things are so fascinating. I'm reading this Cotter, book. don't feel pressure to say a book title. I will, I've never read a book. He can't self-help read. Self-help things are so interesting because I... Actually, someone on Tindy was like, what books have you read recently? Tindy? Fully gave a book I read two years ago. You're not going to get a match if you're calling it Tindy. Tindy. <laughs> and I'm not getting a match because I'm wearing nail and winged eyeliner <laughs> in all of my photos. No. Honestly, I think Rachel Coster is right, and I know that you're in love right now, and I know that... Is, which is so sad but like she says that we love is for when you're 40 and I think that's completely maybe true potentially maybe younger also but like wait it out wait it out My one of the smartest people I know maintains you should not get married before you're 40 oh my god at all well because you're like you don't really know who you are until you're 40 wait and then when you're 40 you know um I don't that know that actually makes me feel good because I do sometimes feel old and that makes me feel like I have so I have 12 years to figure out how I am no, like you, for example, um, you're paying for subscriptions that you don't remember. I literally you, don't know how to get you, that out. Don't make me get this box out. financing things? <laughs> That's a problem. Don't make me get the box out. <laughs> that you love to finance things? I bet your credit is horrible that's no, something no, no, that we've no, got my get. credit's like honestly incredible and that's actually privilege i'm not bragging and that i was born into that mm-hmm, that is to be a cis white man yeah yeah yeah. my credit's incredible i have good credit too I was... welcome to the boys club baby <laughs> that's funny you ready to that? Having good credit? I feel like that like could be like a funny thing. Oh, I'm I'm a man because I have good credit. Uh, Fascinating. That's how you yeah, only thing to do. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm not a shopaholic. 
What if, but like, it could go with your Joe Rogan joke. What if this was a working it out podcast? <laughs> We're working through my bits. Yeah, I mean, but I was one of my favorite things on the internet called How to Win Your Ex Back. And yeah, which you. Wait, you looked that up on the internet? Which yeah. he did. Every day. Every day. Oh, you Connor. Did because Connor. You did. And when I found out you were dating the person did. that you're currently dating, and you were, uh, yeah, 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 and you didn't divulge immediately Broken that it was up. your ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's good information. There was Wait. a lot of t- there was a lot of stage time where it was current <laughs> boyfriend, but it was not. <laughs> so Wait, do you not like him, Connor? You Why do you got say to put that? the mic towards your face. And loved him. I. I Perfectly enjoyed his company. Maybe we should do videos so that you can see how you hold the mic. <laughs> it's faggy. I'll say that. It's gay. It's gay. I have gay wrist. I've always yes, had gay wrist. me too. Always mm. had the wrist. Never wanted to stand up right. You know. Well, now it's drama. <laughs> Lovely. You both are masculine to me. Wait, seriously? Mm. Yes. Can you give examples? I shot of that photo from the other day. You did? Yeah, I told you you should frame it. Wait, four people shared my Instagram post today, and I was like, "So how do you know? Who is a business profile? Die? Do you think that they they all want me dead? That's something fascinating about you. You've got a business profile. <laughs> my Instagram is business profile. I feel like that got me less followers. So I had I it for like, two it days. Totally did. It's bad. Yeah, I think it, it puts my stuff down. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm doing bad on Instagram. It I I had it for like two days, and I was like, I actually don't need to know how many people have like sent this or whatever. That's oh. not good for me. I like something about it I forget. Oh, it's what you just said, actually. That is what I like about mm. it. Who shares what? But I should get rid of it. Because I think that it is the algorithm doesn't respect it. No. <laughs> and also, also my creative partner doesn't respect it either. So I should just dump it. Your who doesn't yeah. respect it? You. Oh. <laughs> Does not respect it. Your creative, creative partner. partner that's it's so not that sweet. I don't respect it. It's just I, I worry for you. Yeah, I think it's bad. I don't think you're supposed to know that people are, like, sending your posts around or who saves it. And you're like, okay, so who's a file of me? Mm. There's one. Every... Do you think people, like, ha- have nutted while looking at you? Wait. Whoa, I've never thought about that. <gasps> Ever? Uh, Nico, I'm sure. Wait, has anyone nutted while looking at me? Yeah, write in. Actually, Can don't. Write in it's not going to be the people you want. That's the I thing. Know. My email is on my Instagram because it's a business profile. So please write in. I think the last prompt is what's the last. Always gonna be like to see in the world. Yeah, I can't. With um, oh my god. Okay, so, so mine is punitive. <laughs> <laughs> my suggestion is a bad boys club. Okay, and it's where you go when you need to be taught a lesson. Okay. Now, where I have to stop because it always gets very, very tricky when a cis white man starts talking about who got who should be punished. So somebody else, there's a committee, but if you're like a bad boy who like is object, like you did some fucked up shit, like Mm -hmm. you are now actually on the barge in the middle of the ocean and that's the boys club. Sorry. Ah, okay. burped again. I'm so sorry. So some, some genuine justice. Yeah. Well, can you give examples of people that should be on the barge? Um, names. Alec Baldwin. Oh, (laughs) comes to mind, but that's because I'm like, who's a man? I would say, I would say any any Republican senator. Yeah, and get him on there. Truly, and all. um, Probably a lot of the Democrats too, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody? That's what I mean. If you, if you, well, here's where it gets tough. Anybody who wants to run for government. No, I think if you groped, if you're groped, you're on the you're on the barge. Yeah, if you've ever groped anyone. Because there's, I want there to be room for that's the thing about this kind of boys club is it doesn't necessarily leave room for um growth because i did place you out on a barge like you can't really atone Mm. so people change yeah but like what do you do when like the person changing like 
used to grow. I don't know. I think barge. Do you yeah. like being touched? Um, it depends. What context, please? Okay. Context is always going to be important. Yeah. Like women after a show or something or a mic, like when people just like like you know the girls. I am a I like physical contact and physical touch, but I very I used to do it a lot more. I'm then it's very important to me to open and offer consent even in that because people yeah. don't like to be touched. I don't always like to be touched. So before I am doing like, I do want to be like, is this is this okay to touch you? Here, is yeah, it safe? Like a friend really touch, is that okay? Touch. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be able to say that and also yeah. that be respected. But I do love a, if it's familiar, I love a familiar touch. Cool. And my erogenous zone is here. It's on my belly. It's like my hips. Mm-hmm. I love that. My yeah, I want to touch that. <gasps> I think that's mine too, actually. Yeah. I get very, like, I have very sensitive, like, in here. Can we talk about that at our show tomorrow? That that's the boys' club we're both in? That we want to be kissed on the neck? Okay. And, like, not all people need penetrative sex. Yeah. Th- right. I agree with you. But that's not, the, that's not what's at stake here. I know. And so that's just, like, what we're, where we're at. But it's good. It sounds like you may be interested in penetrative anal sex. No, I really... It really is very stressful to me, and I actually think it's, like, the worst part of life. <gasps> yeah. It's miserable. No one should have to Honey, do it. it why? Is, why? It's just, like... Why? So a lot. It's just like a lot. Like it's a lot. Actually, I feel like this will make me a gay star because I think everyone thinks it's a lot and no one will say that it's a lot. It's literally a lot. Yeah, I mean, like it rips, sure. Like, yeah, of course, that's not like, cool. No, like sometimes like, you get to wear a pad. Like that's <laughs> fish. <laughs> totally, honestly, I've had an eating disorder for 15 years or something. So like my stomach is literally turbulent. My stomach is turbulent. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my friend, I was like, oh my God, my cousin used to have a best friend who like, had bulimia so hard she burned a hole in her esophagus and my friend goes oh my god that's what happened to me yeah fuck that and you know Blair Waldorf from fucking Leighton Meester yeah from Gossip no from Gossip Girl fucking throwing up yeah yeah did that happen on the show I think that's like I think a whole generation of people got bulimia from that show I got it I got it the old fashioned way shame (laughs) wait Multiple people actually burned. control. It's control. Wait, I honestly, this is my ADD. I thought you were saying that they burned a hole in their esophagus from anal sex, and I was like, it was that far in their bodies. And Whoa, I knew your cock is huge. The <laughs> That's nuts. Um, I don't think I got bulimia from that show. I don't know what I got bulimia from. I got bulimia from Skins. Mm. I used to just watch oh, compilation of digital Skins. No, but I remember that being like, yeah, like in the certain like there was like a definitely a certain group of people who loved that show yeah i would just like watch sad compilation videos of the <laughs> cool girls and like not yeah. the men never the men not never. one time the men just the girls and it would be like cassie and like the hot brunette and it would just be them like smoking a cigarette kind of like your vibe just like on yeah. the street like i'll never be enough like yeah, i think like, i got this wow this is like me yeah this is like, fully stuck <laughs> you mentioned cigarettes and i'm like you can't smoke in here. I know, you not until later, but it's part of it. Well, it's also like an app. Your, your episodes, again, I'm a fan, only are about 45 minutes. That's why I've been trying to like not talk too much. Like, oh, no, know, we had to come down. cut stuff, right? Michael yeah, and that's what I'm hours. afraid of. Now I'm like, you can't use anything. After, yeah, of course, right. And then uh, that's what happened the last podcast. Like, a long time. I <laughs> sounded insane. I do this at the airport. The second I land, mama's got a cigarette in her hand. <laughs> and I'm listening to something crazy. I think I was listening to Lana Del Rey, who... That Which ride song? video. I oh, actually have a I think about it that. was beautiful or 
in a shocking twist, a white twink has a, an opinion on Lana Del Rey. Good. I liked how Jesse Ballard I had some you. boundaries. Like she came in. She, and she did. Said, She's like, we gotta move on. Is that a s'mores pop tart? Yeah, it's all. I, I love those. And wait. that's the ED pop. Like, yeah, okay. And then I hear that, right? How do you think that makes me wait, fucking feel? The fact that, that I that said yum. Yes. Yum to your yum. And I'm about to. You think I don't know? I'm about to eat almost 800 calories. No, it's you know that's going to do on my body. Not a goddamn thing. Total. There's 400 calories roughly in the. Entire okay, I'm gonna stop this immediately. <laughs> We just gave we just gave a bunch of my friends a generation like, of people yeah. eating That's the impact. People, <laughs> the pod, the pod has only negative impacts. We're pretty sure. Um, James, would you like to plug your socials? <laughs> Sorry, I should have asked you that. You no, just spit yeah. pop tart out in his hands. It's beautifully. It's boys club. Hands. It's boys club. It is boys, it's club. boys club. And that was masculine. I do love boys, and that's the thing that I wish I could adjust. I wish you know what I mean. Like just, I love boys. I love to be a boy. Some like yeah. What a wild ride. My, you can find me at, at James Went There on um, Instagram. I don't use Twitter anymore because I um, stopped self-harming. Um, Good for you. And at, or at my website is jameswentthere.com, and you can see videos. You can see how stunning I am, and you can also look at where to come see me live. It's on three, we're going to smooch and get out of here. One, follow him on Instagram. Follow, yes, we, we plugged his socials. On three, one. Two, three. <laughs> that was a long, wet kiss, Connor. Hey, boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C O N O R, Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N I C O Carney, C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.